Okay, and we are on. Welcome back to the second episode, episode two of When Two or More with the McCaws, which is really exciting to be back for a second episode. And we said every couple of weeks, but we got carried away. We got excited and we're back for another week, which is the second week, the second week in a row, which I'd really like to do. I'd like to continue doing every week if we can and get some really interesting people on over the weeks but we thought it more appropriate today to talk together yeah what do you think yes i like that it's gonna be very nice because we're gonna be talking about different topics different things different people we're gonna invite some Mm -hmm. friends so yeah we're really excited for what we're getting i was pouring a drink over there and i was aware that it does sound like i'm Having a wee. So I'm not having a wee. For anyone that's just <laughs> listening, I'm not having a wee. I don't know if you can hear this now. It's just a drink. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. Okay, we're on. Yeah. Today, what we're going to be talking about, we're going to be having the big adult conversation. Um, so we are filming on Instagram live as we speak. That's going to be cut short in a moment. We're going to continue on YouTube. So for those that are live, come on over. Come on down um but for now yes the big adult conversation we're going to be opening up some real um controversial interesting upsetting positive aspects of being an adult yeah tell them about your post that you did on instagram the other spanish day. or english in spanish bueno ayer bueno esta semana estuvimos hablando en las stories como que Cosas que ustedes jamás imaginaron que serían tan difíciles en su vida de adultos. So, what Nani is saying is that this week she posted something on her Instagram that basically asked the question, what was it that we found interesting or worried about as life, as as an adult? Maybe before you were an adult, what were you thinking about? What were you concerned about? Or now that we're adults, what are you finding difficult? What are you finding amazing? Etc. Carry on. Entonces, porque creo que a veces, por ejemplo, yo, ¿verdad? Ustedes no saben lo que a mí me cuesta cocinar, de verdad, me cuesta cocinar. No porque sí puedo, sí puedo cocinar, porque cocino, so, hago cosas como de restaurante. So, yeah, Nani's basically saying that one thing for her was that cooking, cooking was one of those things where she was like, I do not want to be dealing with this. I don't want to be doing it. But, and obviously, as she's saying, she can do it. But it's this idea of the prep that goes into it, the the ideas, time. the time, everything that goes with it. Continue. Entonces, yo dije, bueno, tal vez alguien se siente como yo. <laughs> no sé, a veces creo que solo saber que alguien también se siente igual que tú te hace sentir un poco mejor, ¿verdad? Entonces, uno de crecer, uno nunca tiene como que una guía de lo que es ser adulto, casarte, vivir, cocinar, hacer tus propias cosas, pagar todo. Entonces, estuvimos haciendo como que un listado de eso, ¿verdad? De las cosas que jamás imaginaron que serían tan difíciles en la vida adulta. Y so effectively asking the question to those that are following, what is it that you found difficult? For me, she's saying that it was cooking. What is it that you found difficult? Or what idea did you not look forward to when you were an adult? And so we put that idea out. And actually, we weren't going to talk about this. But when the ideas came in, we thought, oh, this is a great opportunity. Because it's one of those things that we all live in kind of this kind of bubble where what's a worry or a concern for us we feel like everybody else is going through and actually what's not a concern for us other people are going through Mm -hmm. and so what's really important is we open some of those ideas up and we make it just a place where we can kind of talk about what's a worry what's a concern um 
And and there'll be a lot of people that might think, oh, that's not a worrying concern for anybody else, but it is for me. And so if we can kind of share what we've learned this week through um, what people have said, that might be great. That might just be a place that actually you can feel reassured. You're not the only one going through what you're going through. Mm. So we've got some um, exciting conversation here to be had. If you're listening to this, just a nice interjection. If you're listening to this as a podcast, it would be great if you were to subscribe and to hit the five stars. That gets this message out. We're obviously aware that Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it's full of stuff that um, is secular. It's secular. You know, it's, it, it means that it's not Christian content. It's probably quite negative, quite, um, you know, draining of our energy and of our life. And we want to really hit these platforms with life-giving content that we can all learn from. We're certainly not coming into this context, are we, Nanny, with being perfect. We're mm-hmm. not perfect at all. But what we can do is share our experiences and learn something as we go. So, Nanny, do you want to share one of the first um, comments that we got on what the concerns were? What came up? You start with the, with the first one there. Bah, entonces la primera que creo que la que fue que más todos hablaron fue money, price of things and bills. So this came up several times, didn't it? Sí. Entonces es dinero, yeah. Yeah. recibos que pagar. Yeah, how do I pay for things? The, th- the, the price of things in the house. Like out of all the answers, this was the majority. Like money is clearly a big, great concern for people. Mm. What do you think about money, Danny? Sí. ¿En español o en inglés? Uh, Spanish. Va. <risa> eh, yo creo que sí. Cuando uno es pequeño, como que nunca se imagina todo lo que cuestan las cosas. Por ejemplo, cortinas. Yo jamás me imaginé el precio de las cortinas. Yo pensaba que costaban como unos 5 pounds, como 50 quetzales o algo así. <risa> Igual también, no sé, las cosas básicas de la casa con todo lo que se limpia. Yo pensaba que era fácil, ¿verdad? Pero... Como que al crecer nos damos cuenta también, no solo eso, sino del valor de las cosas. Creo que cuando uno es pequeño, uno piensa que puede malgastar el dinero como sea. Y ya cuando es adulto, ya le toca a uno tomar responsabilidades de eso. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really just important to keep, uh, like money is obviously crucial for our lives, like it's a tool like anything else, but but getting focused up on it can become, it can become your idol. From a Christian perspective, we're obviously um, directed, we're obviously guided to not make any of idols of anything else mm. and, and put our hope and our foundation and our concerns and weight into anything else other than God. And so, but like money, you know, from a practical sense, from a circumstantial sense, we look around and everything is involving money and it is important. And it is, I always think, I like to think about the way I think about things is kind of from a spiritual um, sense, but also from a physical sense. One is really important, but it's not as important as the other. We need, there is a physical element to life, but there's also a connection that we should have with God all the time you know but but he's given us the physical as well so we one goes with the other so that physical thing in this instance is money but also maintaining that it doesn't become more important but it's that it's actually kind of anchored into the faith that we have in jesus it's really important Mm. what's the second i'm going to talk about the second or i'm going to list off that's the wrong document not going to open that one um taking decisions now I, this is one of those examples where I think this doesn't really cons- like 
I just kind of, maybe that's because I wander through life and I just go, yeah, what about this? Oh, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to do that. But I'm aware that there are other people that would worry more about the future, that would mm. be concerned more about the future, more about taking, um, you know, big decisions, big life-changing decisions. What do you think about decisions, Nani? Sí, yo creo que a mí me cuesta muchísimo tomar decisiones. Bueno, siempre, ¿verdad? Como que para las cosas pequeñas, yo no sé si ustedes, ¿verdad? Si quieren, so me pueden contar. Thing. That was a big thing for you, decisions. Ajá, me pueden contar su experiencia, pero a mí me costaba mm. hasta preguntarle a mi mamá todo. O sea, como que yo quería que mi mamá me dijera qué hacer para saber que no me iba a equivocar. Entonces, yo aprendí toda mi vida a no tomar decisiones por mí misma, porque siempre le preguntaba a mi mamá que me dijera qué hacer, que me dijera hasta qué, no sé, qué trabajo tomar. Me recuerdo una vez que tenía que decidir entre dos trabajos y yo le dije a mi mamá y mi mamá me dijo, no, usted tiene que aprender a decidir, como que ella me dio las guianzas, pero eso, ¿verdad? Creo que decisiones, tomar decisiones es algo que a mí en lo personal todavía me cuesta. <ríe> Soy muy indecisa, la verdad, en ese sentido. Como que lo pienso y repienso porque no me quiero equivocar. Yeah, decisions are important and we've got to make sure that every step is every step. But do you know what? I used to say to people in when I used to train people, I used to think about sometimes when we're outside of a situation, we think about doing something as, oh, it's the big, it's the big step. It, it's a big thing. And sometimes these things are really big things, but they don't all come to us like one big decision. Sometimes, like the majority of the time, I think, We look at it as if it is one big decision, but actually it's a collection of little decisions. And so I often think I break it down and it's a bit like a trip to Guatemala. It's a trip to Mexico. You don't just go, I'm going to go to Guatemala now and go there. We don't just end up there because we made that decision. There were several things that we had to do. So, for example, first of all, we go online and we book our tickets. That's one element. So I'm breaking down effectively what is Um, a massive task. My mom always used to say, how do you eat a chocolate elephant? You break it into little bits. So you've got this huge task ahead of you, but actually you're breaking the down the bit. So the travel in this example, going to Guatemala is the big task, but it's actually a task full of loads of little tasks. First, I'll go in and I book my tickets. Then when it's coming closer to the time, I um, pack my bag. So I pack Um, my suitcase ready to go with with things that I need. I then, I'm going to take those things. I'm going to get my passport. I'm going to take all of those things to the airport. So as you can see, excuse me, wow. What I'm doing <laughs> <Excuse> is <me. laughs> I'm going through and I'm breaking down the bigger decision into smaller little ones. And I think that really helps me go through. And actually, as you're going through that process, you often find that it's not as big a decision as you first thought, because it's it's tiny little ones and you're, mm. and you're being directed. You're asking God for direction in every single one. And we get comfort in those decisions, don't we? We get um, affirmation making those, those, those decisions for sure. I think it's a good time now to end the Instagram video and we'll just focus on the podcast. All right. Bien. That'll be great. Solo va, se pueden conectar todos los que están viendo aquí el live. Vamos a seguir hablando. Estamos en YouTube como Cross Kinetics. Se los voy a dejar aquí guardado para que lo puedan buscar. O sea, aquí seguimos, ¿verdad? Solo que vamos a seguir conectados. Solo en el en vivo que estamos haciendo en YouTube al mismo tiempo. Entonces, vayan a YouTube, Cross Kinetics, y ahí estamos. Excelente. See you there.
Yeah. So as we're saying here, so we're talking about um, these big decisions. We're saying that actually, you know, a lot of people have different decisions as coming up to an adult or being an adult, or are they still concerns for us? But I think what we've been surprised by this week is the level and and huge options that people have for things to be worried about. People are just concerned about a lot of things. The next one we found was maternity. Yeah. So I can't talk about that. Nanny, what is you are you worried about? Just in English, explain. Do in English, short in English, short in Spanish, maybe. Explain your concerns about maternity if you are worried or I know that you've kind of changed through that recently, haven't you? You've you felt a little bit more comfortable. Explain your process with that. Yes. I don't know, for some reason I feel like I I I was scared of mm-hmm. giving birth. But also it's not just only that, but I don't know, like I've always been in my life someone that wants to do the right thing mm-hmm. all the time. So I never live a crazy life. I've always wanted to do everything perfect to don't make mistakes. And the problem with that is like being a parent is a big thing. So for me, just the thought of having children, it means that I have to be perfect for them. You know, I don't know why I have this idea that I want them to have the best everything so that they become good people Mm. and I feel like I want to like if I have the power to control that when really I don't yeah you are learning that as well aren't you like we have conversations about this and the difference between between us Nanny and I is that Nanny's um talk about just just quickly talk about in a nutshell talk about what you're and this is important in English because you need to give the the context for this so talk about your experience as a young person and the decisions you got to make as in did you feel like you could do whatever you wanted or was the control if there was control why was the control why was there freedom talk about that oh like the way my mom yeah yeah, Ah, okay yeah Yeah, so I love the way and I was thinking about it because I saw I thought when I have children I want them to be I want to do with them what my mom did to me because mm-hmm. I feel like my mom guided me through life with example. Yeah. I can't remember ever my mom saying to me, Nani, you need to go to church now because we have to. Mm-hmm. Or Nani, you need to do this. She always teach me life lessons by example. Mm-hmm. So, for example, she said to me, oh, let's go to church. And just the way she lived her life, even when I knew that she was going through a lot, like my dad died when I was six. (laughs) And the way my mom handled everything with God's help and just really being like close to God, Mm. it really had a huge impact in my life because I was thinking, I want to have what my mom has. Mm -hmm. I want to have the peace that she has. I want to have the conviction. Mm -hmm. I want to be what she is. And I knew that her secret for being happy and for having peace, even in the middle of the unknown, in the middle of a storm, in the middle of a loss, was being close to God. So all my life, I always wanted to follow the steps, Mm. you know, my mom's step. And Mm. that's why I always wanted to do the right thing, because I remember my mom said to me, there is blessing in obedience. Mm -hmm. And I always 
thought, I don't want to make a mistake because what if one mistake cost me a lot of years or a lot of months of pain? So I always wanted to do the right thing because of that. Yeah. So your your upbringing was different in regards to you had a traumatic event that happened to you when you were very young. You lost your dad when you were six, and so what that. But also, like your mom was raising six kids. Yeah. And so, like you know, that's a that's a phenomenal thing that your she mom was forty six. She was forty six and having six kids to look after. Yeah, uh, that's like that's like really on her you know, own. Shout out to Jodie because she's like representing. And every time I go, I learn more about the reality of that situation. I get mm. you know, I get another insight into it. I get another conversation. But it meant that you know, un- like understandably, what happens is. You kind of gather around, you know, like you you gather your kids in and you kind of protect them. You want to keep them safe. You want to keep them guide, you know, on a, on a good line. Whereas Western culture, our culture is like, well, you know, you go away, you go and do what you want. You come in, you come in whenever you want. I'm not saying that everybody's like that, but it's a lot more like this, like to say that um, a single person doesn't leave their family home until they're married. It's pretty crazy thought, but it's completely normal out in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Like that is crazy. And so I've come from this context where it's like, it's like, okay, the freedom is out here. Let me get in the shot. The, the freedom is like this. Like I get all this rain to do whatever I want, but not, not always, but also like I live in that culture where I'm, I'm quite, or I was quite rebellious as a, as a young person as well. So I had all this space to be like, I'm going to do whatever. And that allowed me full experience, full experiences of amazing things, but also very negative things, very negative uh, ways of life in which I was, I put myself into. Whereas Nanny's is like this, but she's kept it like your range of experiences like this. But actually the positive, the negative is I feel would be that your range of experience. So you haven't been through as many things, you know, you know, like you've been through a load these last couple of couple of years being here. But the positive of that has meant that you're not damaged. The, I've picked up several things that I'm damaged about mid like, through my life because I've had more experiences. Not all experience is good experience. And so it's like, it's an interesting concept, isn't it? It's an interesting idea. So when it comes to, we always have these conversations about like maternity or maternity, having kids. um, And we've got different ideas for Mm -hmm. what would make our child the best child they can be. You know, Nanny sometimes inquisitively wants to say you know like I want to protect you know I don't want to let them do this I don't want to let them do that because my mom didn't let me do this let me do that no it's not that I won't let them no do no that. no but because it's you just, see the benefit more, in doing it's that it's more of like I want to inspire them yes to take to to see the reality of things and to figure it out by themselves yeah. that doing the right thing is the best thing. That's yes. what I want. Yes. But that, but you know that's because you were inspired by something you saw from your mom, which mm-hmm. is awesome. That's great. But some people would say, some people would say, actually, it was that, that kind of, you were embraced by those rules, where some people would say, I want to break out of those Like people like me would have struggled with those rules and wanted mm-hmm. to break out of it. So, You've got to, like, going back to what we were talking about, which is, one, taking decisions, but, two, having kids. 
it is important to to be concerned about it and to worry about it and think, okay, what we're going to do. But it's also right to be like, I can only do what I can do. Like, and not hold on to it too tight. I like this kind of um, like picture of like someone squeezing really hard, really tightly onto things. And, and worrying, this is where ang- and worrying anxiety comes from. Like you've got this thing, whatever that may be, let's say it's having, um, take, making decisions, having children, we hold them in our hands. And actually, if we squeeze onto them too tight, we only, we do two things. And I think the two things, these are the bad things about, about this is one, we tension on the body isn't good for the body. And Tally would tell you that she's amazing at this sort of thing tension that we're holding them with isn't good for the body and the second thing is like if we believe that actually give kind of live and let god that actually god can't pull something away from us that we don't want him to have like i mean he can but he wouldn't be a loving god if he's forcing it out of our hands Mm -hmm. so really when we have kids when we make options for our our lives really we should hold them with open palms out to god and say you know lord if you want to take them take them but Mm -hmm. but we're prepared to say yes they're open amazing god take them but also i've got them like money like money is something that sits in your hand squeeze it too tight and it damages you Mm. but also you've got it in your hand it's in your possessions but god gives and god takes away and you've got to allow him to take that away sometimes so in the example of having kids god will shape your children if you allow him to shape your children you know, mm-hmm. don't hold on to them so tight, you know, but I'm not a dad. I'm not pretending to come at it from that perspective. I'm certainly not an expert. in that. When we have kids, I'm we'll let you know incredible. how parenthood is. No, I'm going to say this. But when I was a kid, I used to say, nah, mom, nah, nah, nah. I wouldn't do that if I was a parent. But really, I've got no idea. Like, mom would laugh at me now. I think I'll be very strict. Not strict, but I will. Yeah. So we're going to get on really well. <laughs> Stuart wants to give them all the freedom and I no, want no, no. to put I don't. some but, but this boundaries. is it this is it this is it this is why it's good because this is why we don't have kids yet no no <laughs> <laughs> this is why it's very good like we get that, that insight like I think really realistically yes. we've got to look at this situation and go okay you give up in that area I'll I'll take what's good from your experience you take what's good for mine and we put Create them together but we're not going to get it yeah. perfect yeah. we're just going to give it our best shot um, okay, let's an- answer Diego's question. Have you guys felt behind in life? How do you handle it? Do you want to answer that? You start. I'm just... You're going to sneeze. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I shouldn't have hyped that up, but I did. Um, do I feel behind in life? Um, I've, I've certainly, certainly felt like that. I would say I go between, like I get feelings of that sometimes, like, I, I sometimes think oh, I should be doing more and I have to like slap myself and remind myself that things take time, yeah. things take time, whatever you want, whatever you want to achieve, things take time. Like we, we know that there is power in the long run, not, not running. I'm not talking about running again. I'm talking about the, the shaping process that goes on over years the problem we've got is that we live in a society where young people are meant to be millionaires, like now. If mm-hmm. you're not a mil- oh, you don't have money, what's wrong with you? No, there's a process for everything. 
and the better process takes takes time. Mm. It takes time. I used to compare my life a lot. I remember when I was 24, you know, when everyone is like starting to find a really good job, mm. they start to find like a partner to to get married, to get engaged and all of these process. Mm. And I remember I was a bit frustrated because I wasn't, by that time, I haven't finished uni and I didn't have a boyfriend I had a really good job, but that wasn't really satisfying me. And I remember one day I was driving back from work to my house and I was literally crying. I was crying on the car because I was saying, I feel like I've been a good person and doesn't matter what I do. I feel like everyone else is just getting more than me. I was stuck in a place where I was comparing myself to everyone else. I was comparing my life, the success and everything to everyone else. Mm -hmm. And I remember that I was, imagine, that was very dangerous because I was driving and I was crying. So I put my, I put my car on the side and I just started crying and I couldn't stop crying. And suddenly God spoke to me and gave me this image. And I saw an image of a tree, like an avocado tree. <laughs> and a palm next to it and next to those some flowers and I remember that I was thinking what is that you know and suddenly God started to explain me and he said to me how will you compare the purpose of some flowers like roses with the purpose of a, of a palm so and he started talking to me about that. But it's exactly the same in our life. I feel like sometimes we compare our life with someone else. And we say, oh, that person, they already got married and they're 25. Yes, but their purpose is different. Imagine if if the palm will say, oh, yes, but look at this flower. Like these roses have been giving roses like every single month. And I'm still getting just the roots. The purpose of mm. the palm is to give shade is to give like water to people you know it's it's a bigger purpose so it takes longer mm -hmm. so i think like i think it's really easy also with this i feel the pressure with having kids everyone is having children right now and you mm -hmm. feel the pressure of oh i also need to have children now mm -hmm. but i learn i remember every time that i find myself comparing my life or my su success or everything I'm doing with someone else. Mm. I remember this and I remember that God has a different path for everyone. So it mm. might seem like yours, nothing is happening in your life. But the reality of that is like God is working on your roots mm. because mm. your purpose is so big that if your roots are not strong enough, any wind can just put everything away. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. And I think it's like, yeah, roots are like foundation. You know, when I say I slap myself, it's because I realised that all this that's going on in this head is because like I'm not really integrating well within the word of God. Like I'm not really glued into what I should be mentally. So that's just like a really um, good reminder. I, I, the, I like physical illustrations um and the one i think of as someone that likes fitness and running and all these things is like a hundred meters with hurdles 
where you've got uh, every 10 meters you have a hurdle and you finish the race that race is life but the problem is everybody's hurdle isn't at the same place mm. so the problem is 10 meters in you've got lane one has got a hurdle every 10 meters right but lane two has got a hurdle at 10 meters uh, at two meters sorry so they're like straight over a hurdle Do, who's ahead at seven meters who's ahead well of course the person that's in lane one that hasn't jumped over a hurdle is ahead but you can't compare the lanes they're in so i think it's really important to remember the lanes that you're the lane the fact that we're all in different lanes we have different hurdles at different points um and so if that's if you like analogies like I do, I think that's a good one to take forward and to remember um, that we are in different lanes to even people at our age, people, you know, even people that on paper should have everything, um, everything exactly the same way as as we should. But it's not it's not the case. We're all in different lanes. I hope that uh, was a help to that question, Diego um what else what else we've got that's a lot of people put what we're worried about they put everything like that is just it's true hard, it? it's just true <laughs> everything's just so hard but it is hard isn't it like um i think this one links into these ones so what we'd say is that this one is feeling alone mm. but we've also i'm linking it in with losing close people now that could be for a range of reasons. Could be death. It could be, excuse me again. Wow. Um, it could be that that person has moved away, and it could be that you lose a very close relationship to you, like a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, or wife. How how do you? Um, I mean, they are so different that you can't really. There's no really blanket statements you can make for any of them. But when you've got people that are moving away. What do you think when it comes to people that are moving moving away? What do you have to what do you think you have to do in order to keep that friendship? I feel like there is different types of friends. Mm -hmm. There's some people that it has to be in your life just for a season mm. and you also have to learn to recognize that. Because sometimes we want to hold too tight yeah. to some people that doesn't belong to the next chapter in our lives. And it sounds hard, but not everyone is meant to go where you're going. Mm -hmm. So first of all, like learn to to let go. Yeah. Some people are not meant to stay and that's okay. Yeah. But in the same way, God will replace those ones for the ones that really need to be in your life. Yeah. And I've seen them in my life. Like mm. it's hard of course, but something also that I learned during the years is like the more the more like as you are growing up, mm. you are learning to depend on God more. Mm. Because when you're a child, you don't really recognize that you need to depend on God. Would you say you've been through that a little bit since you've, or you've realized that more since you've been here? Yes, because I have my mom. So in a way, I was depending on my mom. Jolie's getting some huge shout outs. Here no, it's because she is the best woman in the world. Well, <laughs> debatable. Yeah. Everybody's so, got so, the best woman in the world. No, but mm. but yeah, so I have my mom, so I didn't feel the need to be mm. to to depend on God as much as I am now. 
So then you have friends, so you are going out, so you don't really see the need of that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like then you got you get married, especially if you move to a different country or if you move location, mm -hmm. or not even that. A lot of couples, as soon as they get married, mm -hmm. I feel like they stop hanging out with all the people that they used to. Mm -hmm. They keep a smaller group. Yeah. So I feel like God also allow those times for us to don't have anyone around us so that we learn to depend on him yeah. not just depending on him in our daily life or emotional yeah and in every way yeah yeah it's it's it is important because all of these things are i mean let let's use that root let's use the tree analogy because all of these concerns are branches of the tree but mm. they all if we're not rooted as Christians in the word, in good foundation, right, then all of these things become bigger worries than they should be. Mm. Like that's just the bottom line, isn't it? Like as we're talking about these, I'm thinking, wow, right, you know, children, I'm thinking about, but like, right, what do we what do we know about the, what the Bible says about having children, what a blessing they are and what, what God can do through children and our, and our young people and, and how he's going to provide for us in every sense of the term. Okay, that's... That's that finances like it's just a branch like God will be our provider for the things that we need. Mm. Second, you know, what another thing option, you know, um, sorry, taking and making um, options for your life and making big, big decisions. You know, God says that, you know, you can plan your life, but but I will be I will, you know. God for a man decide, um, plans his life, but like he will direct your steps, and so that's a fantastic thing to think that actually, like I have do have a certain amount of free will that can plan my life, but God goes with me in the small detail of every single step that we take. But unless we get fully grounded in the Word of God, all those things are, you know, are bigger concerns. Mm. They are massive concerns because it's like this is going on around us. But I think, you know, if we look at the analogy of of like Peter and Jesus is calling Peter out of the boat, right? He's coming over to, you know, he's stepping into the sea, like he's stepping into the circumstance. He's like having the baby. He's in the financial difficulty. He's in the, oh, I don't know what to do about the job. As soon as he puts his foot into the sea, because the sea and the storm around him is the equivalent of the circumstance. So whatever circumstance we've talked about is the sea and the storm. And he starts to focus. He looks down and he's like, he realizes as soon as he's looking down and focusing on everything around, he's mm. sinking more. But as he looks up and focuses on Jesus, he managed to stay focused, mm. focused on, what's, on what's going on and manages to walk on water like Jesus, like Jesus is. And that's our, that should be our focus, shouldn't it? Like, mm. you know, day to day is going, okay, I'm worried about this. Should this really be a concern that I've got? Or am I just focused on the wrong things? Am I focused on my circumstances? But yeah, take it back to the tree. That's phenomenal. That's um, man. I'm speaking to myself as much as I don't even care. I'd, there could be zero people listening, but this is a good conversation. I don't. I don't even mind. But if you are listening, that helps. And we just want to be able to talk these things through and grow together because mm. we have people we listen to like this that we get to listen to podcasts and. You know, it's not saying, I know it all, I've got it all together. It's just about sharing this stuff together. Mm. Um, yeah. Maintaining important things. So let's go on to that one. This is a good one. Maintaining the things that are important to us. So money, physical, spiritual, emotional, and being on top 
of all of these things at one time mm. how do you how do you do that i think or how I, do you think that's the, the best way is to do that organizing time mm -hmm. i feel like i'm working on that because yeah. with me it's like if i like I started a small business and I started a small business and I put all my attention on that. So it's so easy for me to get so focused on one thing and yeah. just get all my energy into that. Yeah. But also we have to learn to balance everything. So yeah. about an agenda. <laughs> I know it sounds very simple, but it's something that really helps mm -hmm. having something that will help you organize your time mm -hmm. and also learning to rest learning yeah. to have your time with god your devotional with him because yeah. it's otherwise you we cannot say well i'm the best in fitness i'm the best in business i'm the best in this this and that mm -hmm. if spiritually we're not the best in because we are body mind and spirit so we cannot just feed the body by doing exercise by eating healthy mm. but not feeding our spirit mm. because at some point we're going to see that we cannot keep everything together we need to balance mm. everything work on every area of our life i think the scary thing about like time <laughs> like going off what you're saying about the agenda about the, the thing the reason that's so important is because i once heard that i once heard someone say that if you don't control money money will control you and i was like wow <laughs> like that was a real like wow come on like I, I could bathe in that for a minute like that's pretty like mind changing and i thought actually yeah like i'm more convicted now to control where my money goes to for that exact reason because if i don't control it it will control me and that doesn't mean it will tell me to do but i'll lose it if people don't i remember this money expert there's a story in a book i read and he basically, he's speaking to a CEO of a big company who takes home about £100,000, probably $120,000, like a, a good a good amount of money every year. And he says he doesn't know where it goes. Like he couldn't, if you asked him about to get £50,000, he couldn't do it because it's all spent, it's gone. And it's the same with time, isn't it? Like if we don't tell time where it's going to go or how we're going to use it, it's going to go, especially in the era of, netflix being on our phones sitting around like it goes like that mm. but if we can be a little bit more focused on this bad boy and control it and say actually this is what we've we've got we've got this time if you then can say even if you're doing nothing even if you're on netflix that's not a problem there's no conviction <coughs> with netflix but what you're saying is this hour is for netflix but the next hour isn't. The next hour is for something else. You can enjoy that time. Mm. I don't, I'm now like, I feel bad sometimes when I'm watching Netflix because I know that I could be using it better. But now that I can allocate, okay, this time is for, we're going to sit down, we're going to whack on Modern Family or we're going to watch something else, right? That's, I don't feel bad about it because I've balanced it with everything else. And so I've made, I've added it to the agenda. That's really good. And it's the same with everything else. Once you fit those in, things into the agenda, I'm going to get up. I'm going to be intentional about my timing. I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to do your equivalent of physical exercise. I'm going to have my, my, my quiet time. And I'm going to be intentional about what I'm going to do. I think that works a lot better. Yes. If you're watching on the live stream now and you've got any other 
additions to this whether that be questions or ideas that we haven't even thought about this is great like we're not we don't have it all together share your ideas tally is great diego is great um share your ideas like if you're on this and you're sitting back and think this is good or or share you know any additions you've got to what we're saying that would help other people this is the place to do it and if you're listening to the stream on podcast platforms get in contact with us get in contact let us know how this sits alongside how you've been raised if you disagree let us know you disagree or let's talk about this because this is what builds relationships is growing together is having oh that isn't my experience my experience is this and i'm sure there's plenty of you of you that that we can learn from and we can grow through so that's so do that please uh, be in, be encouraged if you need an email address um get in contact with me i can do that that should be on the pod, podcast platforms um or or our social media completely mm-hmm. right what we're going to do now so looking after your health yeah how do you how do you what do you want to talk about no you because you're a fitness oh okay yeah. i think the last one i think fitness we can talk about this as a separate a separate thing but i'm big on fitness and i'm big on uh faith being a platform for fitness but that one doesn't work without the other like we don't get fit without knowing without really knowing why we should be fit i think that's a key thing is saying okay i'm gonna get fit but knowing why I'm doing it. So we see a lot of people that are like, right, I need to go to the gym and get big and do all this stuff. And that's cool. Like if that's your reason, uh, but to look good, to impress other people is kind of the wrong, can be like the wrong reason for doing something, can't it? So having a good, clear reason for why you want to do it is also for any of these things is important and making sure that you're, this is the one thing that I put in your Instagram video was to, regularly self-assess so have a look every month and sit by and go did i use my money well did i use is my physical fitness where i want it to be if not what am i taking into my next month to change it that's that massively helps me and i actually think it's something i'm subconsciously good at i don't mean to blow my own trumpet but what i'm saying is that i'm kind of critical of myself and i go if i don't like something i'll change it what do you reckon C. C. Yeah, that's exactly. That's all <laughs> I needed, really, wasn't it? Um, I'm bad at a lot of things, but I think one thing I am good at is being self-critical mm-hmm. and self-assessing. And we are when uh, we are arguing. You always said you're absolutely right on this, this, and that. And I love that because otherwise I just keep going and keep going. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. I'm not perfect. I don't think any any people are. Some people. You know, and I no, think, I'm just saying that yeah. you are very good at recognizing when you're wrong in something, you say it. You say it as soon as you know. Mm. Yeah, I think so. And then you say, I totally understand what you're, but you mean it. It's not just for saying it. Yeah. That's exactly. also a good way of resolving problems. Absolutely. But we can talk about fitness and mm-hmm. and faith at some other event. I'm going to get podcast. some. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, and this might be, might be next week's podcast, is getting somebody that will be uh, splitting off effectively. So we're going to do some podcasts like this, the two of us, where we sit down and talk about relationship aspects but we also know that there's a very gifted individuals that specialize or have a lot of experience in certain areas do you want to share a little bit about this share what i'm saying that we're going to split off separately and talk about different things go 
Yeah, because Stuart talks all the time, you see, yeah. so I have to stop him. <laughs> I need to, I do, you are right. Like, I do talk a lot. Um, so I sometimes need to go, no, Nanny, you share this. Like, go. now I was going to talk and you just start talking again. <laughs> no, but, yeah, so this is the idea of the podcast. We're going to have one week where I'm going to be talking with someone. Sometimes it's going to be in Spanish, sometimes it's going to be in English, mm. but... It's going to be from different things. We want to talk about topics that we all might struggle with or something about, like, yeah, different things. So it's going to be one week I'm going to be on my own with someone. The other week, Stuart is going to be on his own with someone. And the week after, we both are going to be with Stuart together doing some series about um relationships in general about uh, communication you know some of the mm. things that we've learned with the counseling that we receive and mm. we we still receiving well they become like family for us and mm. um, so yes we're gonna we really want to share with you all of this especially if you are in your first years of marriage it's not something or relationships yeah our relationships like mm -hmm. we really want to and we also gonna have sometimes couples mm -hmm. with us mm -hmm. in the time that we are together some couples hear about their experiences yeah so um, if you are listening to this podcast and you think oh i wish this could be in spanish we're also gonna have some in spanish yeah the language one is a difficult one because we want to integrate it but also if we did it too much in english the Spanish people would be like, oh, you know, you miss us out. But if we did it both, people might drown in and out. So we're a bit unsure about where to go with that. But what we think is what would be a good niche is bringing someone on that's either got experience or very quite well qualified or good in a certain area and bringing them on and exploring, exploring, exploring where they came from and their area of expertise and knowledge would be really interesting in how... And one thing I'm really keen to bring out is how they implement faith within their day-to-day -day and how we all can be used by God within our day-to-day. -day. So I'm really interestingly excited <laughs> about who's to come because I've got some exciting people that we can um, uh, explore the ideas of. So that's great fun. Um, I think this was a sad one as well. This one we got shared shared with was was a pretty sad one that now we have to be the strong ones for our parents no, I, see. i just wanted a moment there because that is flipping difficult the fact that effectively you have you get raised by your parents right well that's the ideal you're raised by your parents and then suddenly you have this moment of independence in the middle And then it starts to be that you care for your parents more and they rely on your parents. They rely on you. They rely on you and you are their carer. Mm. That's that's the point it comes to, isn't it? Yes. That's a sad, sad reality, isn't it? That's mm. a sad reality of life. Um, but it's a blessing, isn't it? Relationships are a blessing, so I try to remember that. But the idea of, like, death isn't something that sits well with me massively, I don't reckon. Mm. Like, it's like a weird idea for me. Mm. So I don't know. I don't. It will be good to talk with with someone about, the, you know, about mm. 
um, how to deal with death. Yeah. That will be a good topic yeah. because, like, I lost my dad when I was six, mm. and I grew, grew up. Yeah, you grew up with anxiety without yeah. knowing I had anxiety mm. until I was talking with one friend, Tally. Mm. <laughs> mm. She is amazing. Would we we're gonna pick up Tally? Yes, mm. but she's amazing, and she made me realize that maybe I had been Amy. Maybe I had anxiety. Yeah. Because of that, so it's good to understand the root of the things mm. and to know how to deal with things. The point of this podcast is that we really want to grow together. Mm. We want to share the knowledge between everyone to mm. create a community where we can be vulnerable, but we can also lift each other, where we can be real, when we can say, yes, I'm struggling with this, I'm struggling with this. Mm. But between everyone, find a solution and grow together mm. Mm. Oh, that's good that's good absolutely so we will bring we will have conversations with people and bring some interesting people on that we feel like we can grow from yes i'm excited i'm excited to talk to these people individually Me too. And, and just learn more from them and i think the last one the last one we'll finish on this one because this is mm. really good is one thing that people were worried about when it came to growing up was people's opinions hashtag haters haters <laughs> tell them tell them um yeah yes where are you at with opinions of people i was good no 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 i think I <laughs> until thought, I this one woman <laughs> slapped her i've always considered myself someone that loves people loves everyone and said yes yeah. it's really nice until <laughs> you get someone mm -hmm. or some situation that really makes you think what how can someone be so rude so mm -hmm. mean mm -hmm. have so much poison inside to say those things yeah. or to criticize my life mm -hmm. but i remember that we were all one In this day together no, no right. we were all i'm talking something sorry, serious sorry, sorry, sorry. we were all one day in that position and that's something that we have to think about i think we all talk about oh yes people here people there and this isn't that mm -hmm. and i remember when i first like um start feeling like that i felt like god spoke to my life and mm -hmm. said to me you love because you know my love mm -hmm. you you receive my love you mm -hmm. know what love it is but they haven't met me yet. Mm. They haven't met the real love. They have never experienced real love. So how can someone give what they don't have? So I think it's so easy to even criticize haters and mm. say, oh, why these people are saying all of these things about yeah. me? But really, mm. why don't we take the time to think they don't have love? So why do we expect love mm. of someone that doesn't have it? Yeah. So our job is to, and so that's something that I learned like recently, when you have someone that doesn't like you, think about their life and bless them and pray for them so that they can have an encounter with God. They can see the real love. They mm. can experience some love in their lives because normally yeah. when someone is talking behind their back of someone else is because mm. they have been rejected all the time yeah so our job is not just 
is not to keep rejecting them, to yeah. keep talking bad about them, but to bless them and help them get out of where they are yeah. so that they can start to speak life around them. But they won't speak life until they receive life. They won't speak love until mm. they receive love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a game changer for me, really. Was like what happens is, or what, what went through my head, was this kind of standard of behavior that I was expecting from other people. I expected people just to know. Like, for example, as a man, right, we have this thing. I don't know if any there's any men listening, but right now, right, I want just to grab the attention of all men listening. We have this thing called bro code, right, in England. In England, I'm sure you have equivalents in Guatemala. It's called bro code, right? And it's basically this idea when you're a young person that you don't um, – you don't put your your woman before your your man, like your boy. Like if you've got your boys, you don't put your woman before, like your boys come first, right? Okay. <laughs> now, that's all it is. That's all it is, right? Okay. That's no one talks about this idea, the standard. No one talks about it. That's just the rule. Okay. But nobody knows about it unless you've told them. Right. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, the standard. OK, you're saying, right, here's bro code. This is what we've got. But no one actually talks about the details of what that means and where that stops and where we draw the line. Now, that's fine. But also then if people do cross the line, how do we know where the line was? Because we've never talked about where the where the line is. Like Romans, uh, I think it's 14 and 15 talks about this idea of like how will they know unless we tell them like how do we know about the love of jesus unless we tell them and that's what you're talking about really it's this idea that like we really need to communicate the standard and actually it's really important that we, that we communicate the love of the gospel because people don't know about it so that gives me when one thing that does to me is gives me understanding it gives me grace for other people because it, it makes me realize that actually i know what love feels like because like i understand the biblical kind of teaching or you know this understanding that god loves me and god loves me the same amount as he loves nanny and he loves jeremy david richard sarah he loves exactly all of us exactly the same amount right mm -hmm. and it's an amazing love that we can't even contain and so it's important for me to try and reflect that love to them. But it's not also like I shouldn't have that same standard for them if they don't know what that looks like. And it's mm -hmm. my job to be an example of that the best I can to them so that they do, one, feel it and know it, but two, can live it out to the people around them and, and back to me. Mm. You know what I mean? So opinions of others are uh, the opinions i do struggle with like i think I, I have more so previously than now but i did struggle with the idea of opinions but i've been through various life events that have made me realize that actually it doesn't really matter mm. what matters is being and doing things of value in order to encourage and lift up other people and live a life that is worthy of the calling of the gospel mm. you know what i mean see is there anything else that we need to add into that before we close? 
I can add that we're all in this together. Now <laughs> we're all in this together. <laughs> na, na, na. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is a banger. So, no, but honestly, I was I was reading the lyrics of that song yesterday, and oh, I almost cried. Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> really, it's deep. It's a deep one. Yeah, it's a big tune. All our high school music, our friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wildcats. So yeah, I think that's a good time to finish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've wandered into the high school musical. I started talking. Next week is going to be me on my own, so it's going to be awesome. Well, it's going to be one of us on our own, isn't it? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, so that's exciting. We're going to be talking to somebody. <laughs> We're going to be breaking down something, talking mm. about some uh, uh, some important things in life. That's read Diego's comment. It says Nanny should sing for us. So next week, Nanny is going to be performing a solo. On behalf of the Guatemalan community. With Diego, because Diego With Diego. plays a guitar. There you go, you're in. Well, guys, yeah. I think that's a great place to end today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we hope to have you here back again, listening to more kind of relationship, exploring how we can see God and uh, and our faith really be explored in our lives together. Yes, it's amazing to connect with you. Mm. I feel like... Something very important here, like there was another question that someone put. It's yeah. like um, keeping relationships or friendships when the person is not there anymore. And I think like being intentional is something really good. So yeah. thank you so much for everyone that has yeah. been supporting us, mm. showing us your love even through the distance. Yeah, we had a lot of love last week. Oh, it was. That, it is amazing. Yeah. It feels really nice to connect with mm. you all. And mm. we really want you to know how much... We love you and yeah. you mean to us and yeah. we're here for you. Absolutely. Anytime. So if you're watching on YouTube, it would be fantastic if you were just to uh, subscribe and show your support that way. Um, also on podcasts, they have a five-star rating system like this. No, like wrong way. Five-star rating system. If you could subscribe and hit uh, the five-star, that just helps us get out to mm -hmm. people. Um, and we are going to try and share as much of the kind of positive feedback as we've had from people that would be fantastic but other than that yeah. it would just be great to hear your views so if you want to just let us know where yeah. you're at with things and and whether there's something as, as we've said come up against or mm. or or grown from that would be great to be able to yeah. hear them and uh be able to to walk through that together mm -hmm. all right blessings guys i hope to see you soon peace bye